Testing, testing, testing. One, two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so different. Look at us. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I was at the party with my burn book and like with the outfit that was. Um, it was like Katie Heron, you know, with the red shirt and the boots and everything, and then the book. And then this girl goes up to me and was like oh, are you the girl that got punched by Regina George? Like, that's what she thought I was from the movie. That's so interesting. I was like, what? This is such an insult. (laughs) That's so nuanced. It's really nuanced. But everyone at that party was very nuanced. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Like, there was a guy who was. Did you see everything everywhere all at once? He was the, like, scene where they have hot dog hands. Yeah. He was Jamie Lee Curtis's role with hot dog hands. That's pretty good. And, like, the brace on her arm and everything. (laughs) That is also very specific. Very specific. Very, very specific. Everyone was in the film industry in some way. This guy, he introduced himself by saying, like, oh, are you an actor, writer, or director? He went up to you like that? He went up to me and was like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. Are you an actor, writer, or director? I was like, uh. What, what an eclectic group. What a specific of group of, of of choices to give you, too. It's like, oh, maybe I was an engineer or maybe right. I'm just here because of all my acting friends or whatever. Yeah. It's so funny. Maybe I work at the Jet Propulsion Lab. <laughs> Like, you don't know. I love how you say the Jet Propulsion <laughs> Lab, not JPL. All right. Shall we Shall we get into it? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the first episode. Yeah. Look at us. Abby, do you want Look to introduce us. yourself? Um... I am Abby, and um, I, what else should I say about myself? Where are you from? From San Francisco. Where are you now? I'm in LA. Why? Because I work as a writer, director, no, just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I uh, work in TV, in post-production. Got it, got it. Um, How, why? Why'd you get into that? And how? I, um studied well so originally in college i studied pre-med i was pre-med for mm-hmm. like the first thing and before that i wanted to be an architect mm-hmm. as you know and um so i switched around a lot but then i always took like film classes and i really loved that and that was just became like my favorite class Got it. so then i switched to film major with english as well because um, i always wanted to be an english major so it was like that was the one constant but then film slowly but surely became my most favorite thing. Mm. And then I heard all these things that you could do with it outside of college and, you know, yeah, yeah. in the real world. In, so. the, in the real world. In Hollywood. Crazy. Kind of crazy. So, Where'd you go to school again? Middlebury. Right. Right. Yeah. Instead of like Mulberry. Or Mulberry. Mulberry College. <laughs> Milbray. Milbray. <laughs> That's funny. Roll pants. <laughs> That's for anyone listening who knows Middlebury you'll you'll get that um 
Yeah, and then I did thesis in like screenwriting and everything. And then mm-hmm. I moved out to LA right after graduation, worked at a production company mm-hmm. slash management company, mm-hmm. Zero Gravity Management. Nice. For like a year and a half. And then worked as a PA on a TV show for HBO Max. As one does. Yes, as one does. Uh, in treatment, which is about a therapist. Okay. And then I'm just reciting my IMDb, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as one does. As one does. Networking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was a PA on a movie with Mark Wahlberg. That's cool. Called Father Stew, which was very Christian oriented, which was fine, you know, as one does. <laughs> um, as a movie, though. And then I left that and am post coordinating on a Netflix TV show. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that's what I do. That's Miss Abby. That's me. Lovely. Introduce yourself. Okay. My name is Antonio. Um, quick note my my pronouns are he they i'm technically gender fluid and uh i'm also a drug addict i'm totally joking oh my god i was Uh, like wait (laughs) i didn't know that sorry wrong wrong place wrong podcast Um, totally joking oh i'm also she her pronouns yeah yeah yeah. i think it's like good to just kind of say that on occasion Mm -hmm. but you know i won't do it that often um but anyway uh, I am from L.A. County, st- currently residing in L.A. If anyone knows the I.E. slash Claremont, I'm from Claremont. Um, the I.E.? Yeah, Inland Empire. No one ever knows oh. about it. If you know, you know. Just like, it's it's super specific. It's just, it's not like a specific county. It's just kind of the valley. It's like a valley, you know, Inland Empire. But anyway, um, I'm a software engineer, was originally a mechanical engineer, uh, and I'm just like kind of vibing, dude. Also rock climb, you know, vibing, vibing, just really enjoying it. Exploring LA post pandemic as mm-hmm. a 25 year old male presenting human, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of going <laughs> out into the world. Uh, it's fucking wild, dude. Uh, dating is a trip. Dating is a trip. Dating is a trip. Dating is a oh my fucking God. trip. Um, it's fun though. It's until it, it's not. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, the amount of times that it's been so much fun, and then all of a sudden you have so many questions, or you don't, yeah. or it's going so great, and you yeah. constantly freak out. Um, yep. You know, you know. There's there's so many so many ways that dating can go, and it really is just a wild ride. Uh, yeah. It always goes so great. And then it's just like, oh, wow, I have so many options. Mm-hmm. And then they all like fall away at the same time. True. Consistency is probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Cons- so it's like consistency, communication, and vulnerability, I think, are the three most, the three things that LA people have or suffer the most from or lack. Don't have. Yeah. yeah. I was lack. like, wait, what? <laughs> Who are lack. you meeting? Um, I would freaking <laughs> wish. God, they actually have all these things. That'd be insane. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like also people our age, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of variety, a lot of different people to go explore. So many people are open. Um, you know, especially with us being bisexual, it's just like, there are so many people in the world and everyone in LA is so hot. Everyone's by in LA. Everyone's by in LA. Honestly. 
everyone's like so open to different things. Everyone just like kind of hitting on each other the entire time. Um, you never know. You, you really, really just, never know. And oh, yeah, you really just never know. What a way to put it. Honestly, when I meet someone in LA who's straight, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, wait. So the, right now, <laughs> the thing that I've I was actually just talking to a friend about this is some people especially on, for example, there's an app called field and which allows you to like truly identify so many different aspects of yourself. And one of the options is hetero flexible and how he was saying, I really hate the term. Like why not just Mm. call yourself bisexual or pansexual or all these different things or just call yourself straight, straight leaning. Yeah. But like sometimes explore. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and he's newly bi and he's like coming out late. Um, he's trying to focus on dating men. He's been like, like hooking up with men that identify as straight and he was just really confused on what it means. I go, I think heteroflexible is like a perfect term because it, it gives like the security of like, Oh, I'm straight, but I'm flexible. You know, $20 is $20. Like sometimes you got to help a homie out. You got to kiss the homies. Good night. You know, you you got to show them some love. Love you, babe. You know, it's all, yeah, it's just where it's at. Did you ever identify as heterosexual or not heterosexual, heteroflexible? I think I did for a while. Um, Yeah. So in high school, I, so I grew up like Roman Catholic, Mm -hmm. uh, no longer, but in high school, I went to an all boys Catholic high school and uh, I knew that I had feelings for men and that I wanted to be with a man, but I didn't know how to express it. I didn't know that bisexuality was open Um, and I didn't know, and I knew that I wasn't attracted to anyone in my school. Like there was a thousand people in my school throughout all four grades and I wasn't attracted to anyone. So like, I always just like had this weird thing in my head. I was like, I'm not straight, but I'm not gay. And I didn't know what to say. So I think like heteroflexible was like perfect for me at that time. Um, what about you? Uh, (laughs) well, I thought I was straight for like most of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend about this because we were, we were kind of discussing like all these really hot actors that we grew up seeing mm. in um, in movies, like in rom-coms or just like, I don't know if you saw Cheaper by the Dozen, mm. the, mm-hmm. the one with like the main one, the, the yeah. original. Yeah. And everyone in that movie is hot. But like... <laughs> <laughs> But, like, especially the men, like, there's um, Tom Welling. I don't mm. know if you know. He was, like, Superman in mm-hmm. Smallville, yeah. which I was obsessed with. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. he's so attractive. And then there was, like, um, what's his name? Mila Kunis's Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, I was obsessed with him growing up, and I was obsessed with Taylor Lautner. So, I was just, like, really, really obsessed with these guys when i was mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. to a point where i i had like a folder stacked full of photos of oh. ashton kutcher <laughs> have you told people about that i've told select friends okay i feel honored thank you i mean it's not that i mean it's a little embarrassing it's not embarrassing i think it's, it's endearing I'm fa- i was a fan um, how old were you i was in high school okay. maybe younger okay so we'll I say, think probably younger, but we'll, I can't remember. We'll we'll give you we'll cut it. We'll say like <laughs> around twelve to fourteen. I think that's still appropriate. Yeah. Okay, but these guys. These guys and like Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. obsessed. Mm-hmm. All these pretty boys. So pretty, and I. So anyway, mm-hmm. 
I was um, talking to a friend about this. I was like, I thought I was straight for so long because of my sheer obsession with them. And like, (laughs) but also they are not what normal men look like. Mm, Like the most of the men I see are like not that attractive. True. And like most of the women I see are way more attractive. True. No, let it, let's just get this straight. Like, let's just get this straight. The, like the bar for, for attractive people, like women just have a higher, uh, like ceiling like they can just hit higher and on average right. are more pretty they are um and for men like yeah they have a, a decently high ceiling but the but the floor is freaking low dude oh god like so low like oh my i i appreciate like whenever i'm so attracted to a man that i'm like thank you and you know there right. are like plenty of attractive men especially in la yeah, like there's more often than not an attractive human being, and if you're not into one, there's going to be another. Yeah. Um, so I totally get it. I totally get it. Like that is definitely one thing that I'm always sad about with, uh, like women that say that they're straight. I'm like, how? Yeah. You know. That's what I'm thinking these days. Like I, I think it wasn't an inter. Or it might have been an internalized homophobia, mm. because I was never like I was always so you know, anyone can love anyone. Yeah. You know, I was raised in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. My sister's bi. She's been like her partner's, you know, female presenting mm-hmm. for like the past four years. And um, most of my friends are queer. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, most of my really, really close friends. And also like just right now, um, friends that I've made like after. So it's kind of starting to like click everything together in my head. I was like, you know, if a duck (laughs) or what is the thing? If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. It's a duck. It's a duck. So I just had (laughs) to like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes you just got to call it when you see it. It was more of like, I yeah, I had to like turn switches in my mind mm. on no i get that to like realize it i think there's always like one or two specific people that really open it up you know um for me like i had this person his name's adrian uh close friend of mine and he's older uh and i've known him for years but like a couple years into our friendship he he's been like openly bi for most of his life um probably i think like around six or eight or something young something kind of like wildly young and you know, like I was in college, like a sophomore or junior in college. And I was just like really shy and like trying to figure it out. And he just constantly like opened it up, maybe a little too much, but where I was like pushed back a little bit, but I was like, okay, this man has like made it seem so comfortable and everyone around him is so comfortable with it. And he's so confident and all these different things and it really helped me understand like it's okay to have these feelings and emotions to identify these things it's mm-hmm. just like you some someone has to like challenge it like really hard you know someone just has to like pose the right question yeah or in my case a string of men have to show me how horrible they are <laughs> it's true though it's so true and that really challenged it uh-huh. oh, i could have just been like i'm happy with my man yeah, yeah, yeah. like I wanted to be 
but they just I all fucked it up. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to settle. You know what? <laughs> There's something better out there. Oh, that's so good. No, that's actually really funny. You say that because my mom went through the same thing recently. Mm. Um, my mom, God, I freaking love her, dude. She's so cool. Uh, you know, she was just like getting annoyed with all these different men. She's, she recently broke up with her partner like a year. Well, I guess not recently, but like about a year ago, um, 14 year long partner and she's been like seeing different guys not dating but like you know just casually seeing people and all of them are just being men so Mm. not great and so one day she's just like fuck it dude i'm gonna try dating a woman and like sees this woman a couple different times and she's like objectively attractive resume girlfriends you know like has all the bullets um but then when it came down to it, my mom like calls me one day. She goes, nope, it's oh. official. I'm not a lesbian. I'm like, did you kiss her? And she just gives me like this this silent like look. Uh, and I'm like, oh, uh, my God, mom, I love uh, you so much. Uh, and I'm like giving her all these different uh, jokes and stuff. We love that. Yeah, dude, I'm so proud. But so. like why I'm a lesbian, like why couldn't she just be like, maybe I'm bi? Um, I think she was just more along the lines of like, I don't think I'm attracted to women. Oh, like at all. Okay. Yeah. And we yeah. talked about it. Like we actually talked about why I'm bi and why I don't date men. Whereas mm-hmm. like my mom just like wasn't attracted to women that often. Yeah. If at all. You know? I mean, no one should want to date men. <laughs> 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 so I get it. Well, well up to like, sorry. For I'm us, sorry. For people that present like me um nothing against you nothing against no i hear it it's i i get it i think it's it's just like again the bar is so low uh i there's times where i really thank other men in the world because they put the bar so low it's on the floor that all i have to do is just walk over that bar right and be like hi my name's antonio what's your name and then people are like thank god this person's human like hi my name's antonio i would like to get to know you yeah and then people are just like falling at your feet. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But just like yeah, going in with like compassion and a little bit of like love. And I feel like the the reason why men get a lot of hate is because of like they're just not taught to have that emotion or like sensibility or empathy. Yeah, you know. And we can I, do better. Yeah, I don't know. With like, the, with for men, I mean, not like we can do better. <laughs> than them like we can do better for them uh, yeah we definitely can bring them up i think that that's like the main thing yeah um but i i do like growing up with women all my life has been really helpful i think that that's why like i'm so comfortable being who i am now and you know also a lot of therapy and a lot of medication so it's like it's yeah. nice to have that that emotional background from women um and then being able to like channel it now. I don't know what your background with like emotions are though. Um, my mom's a therapist. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you did. I um, know. Huh? Yeah. I guess it's just been so like ingrained in me that I think everyone knows that. Mm, yeah. I get that. Like a lot of things. I'm like, Oh, people can't read my thoughts, I guess. <laughs> but no way. No. Um, I thought the matrix shared all of my information to everyone. <laughs> I wish. No, just kidding. Um, but yeah, so she's a therapist. So I kind of grew up like talking about stuff mm. if I like to or not. Mm. Cause she could always just tell 
and like pull it out a little what bit. What was going on? Yeah, it was so annoying. Yeah. Be like, Mom, mm-hmm. I just want to go in my to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to my room. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. About feelings. Not um, the couch again. Yeah. But I did like shut down for a long time, like for years. Mm. Why? I just kind of felt like I just had a hard time in high school. Mm. And I felt like through a sequence of events, my feelings and like what I wanted wasn't wasn't valid. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's super vague, but like my high school, I just kind of continuously tried to put myself out there and Mm. join clubs and be a part of like organizations Mm -hmm. and or like do experiences or even just be a part of like a women's group yeah and every single time i was rejected how it was really weird yeah and (laughs) i was just like what can i do like what what can a girl do to like get help yeah i'm really sorry yeah so then i was just like i'm just gonna not Mm, that's really disheartening yeah that's really disheartening i'm sorry love that's like it's okay it doesn't have to be okay, first of all, but yeah, um, therapy, therapy, baby. Uh, but dude, I'm so sorry. Organizations are freaking wild, dude. Um, like I think mm-hmm. about it all the time. For example, like the main reason why so many people get into to religion is because it's an organization, or uh, because it's just a community of people. You know, a lot of people love their religion or their church because of that community. Yeah, and it's so interesting whenever people like get so um like aggressive around like outsiders i mean mm. it, it shows so much throughout history of course you know like we have racism we have like uh like oh my god gender um wow like just segregation what? just oh yeah all these different things <laughs> my brain just had a massive brain fart. gender Literally, oh my god like just gender oh my yeah. god just like uh all these different things that are hating against another uh, like the other, you know, just yeah. the other. And so I'm really sorry that one, like so many organizations in your, especially in so like predominant years. Yeah. You know? It was just high school. Like, yeah. And people, I feel like didn't hate me, but like, I just didn't feel very liked either. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I was just like racking my brains. Cause I feel like I'm a really social person. You are. And I love, just I love people and I felt like I couldn't connect mm. to this group because a lot of them had gone to middle school together too. Got it. Or like through preschool. So it was like very, very clicky. Got it. Did you like go to a different high school rather than like what you would normally transition into from grammar school? Yeah. Got it. And Got like it. it was over the bridge in Marin County and I was like from the city. Interesting. Oh, you actually might know my friend. City gal. Uh, Marin is freaking wild. Yeah. They're so weird. They were like very, very clicky, just like mean girls mm-hmm. personified and mm-hmm. like very rich. Mm-hmm. And like, Marin. I'm going to go on my private jet kind of vibe. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that like the hardest part, oh, the hardest part that I find to be something that we struggle to accept, but really need to is understanding that when someone doesn't accept us and we're really trying to make make them accept us it's that they if they don't accept us for who we are when we're being genuine then they shouldn't be a part of our lives 
they don't deserve to have us. But being so young, we're just like, why? Yeah. Like, what can I do? How do I like survive? You know, exactly. It was about survival. Yeah. And it's so hard being like a teenager, especially yeah. with your mom prying at you at, yeah. at home all the time. It was just like, who am I going to eat lunch with? You mm-hmm. know? Oh, like, I get that. That's a huge thing. Like I can't cannot be the person that eats lunch in the bathroom by by themselves no what's actually really funny is i definitely did very similarly yeah um like i would find classrooms that were empty and unlocked and i'd just go in there and just like be on my computer and like do yeah. research because i was bored so i get it that's yeah. wild dude it sucked like just waiting for college and college was amazing so that was really great and i was lucky about that but i had like two clicks of girls like just totally fucking rail me like mm. i just like isolate me it was really mean they were because i didn't want to take photos with them okay uh, this is like a deep i'm going like deep <laughs> go deep <laughs> go deep it was because i i feel like there was just something off like i wasn't mm. fake enough yeah. yeah 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 and so and they sensed that <laughs> <laughs> i just like couldn't be bothered to take and pose for photos for instagram yeah I've never been that kind of person okay. and I just would have rather like actually go on hike or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So it felt like whenever we would hang out, that's all we would do. That's so weird. Yeah. That's interesting. There's, there's so many different layers of people like that. You know, there's just like, like they obviously find this kind of, again, community within that. And again, pushing out the other, it's just so wild that people get so, hurt over such small things like i just don't want to take a photo like or i'm not going to take it seriously or i'm just going to kind of be me can you please leave me alone like the thing of just like respecting a boundary is so foreign to so many people and it's it's so sad to hear that it constantly affects people especially for like such young people you know like hey i just want to i just want to be here i just want to vibe can i just like go through my day like like survival is number one and then we can focus on like being happy and connecting with other people you know just like can i can i just not deal with you today yeah i didn't want to do that but then i also wasn't brave enough to be authentically myself Mm. yeah or i didn't really know who i was and like there were some people in high school that totally did or they seemed like it yeah but they were definitely ostracized for it and they were like oh that's the weird girl or like that's the whatever like person who is off the beaten path Mm -hmm. and i think i would have gotten along with them if i just let myself do that yeah yeah honestly like being comfortable in your own skin especially like after being quote-unquote rejected from everyone is like hard it's so hard and i totally get it like it took so long for me to be able to just like to stand up straight, you know, like mm-hmm. I have really had to fought, like fight for my posture, for example, because in, in grammar school, I was like this odd kid. I was the weird kid and didn't understand why and like had all these issues. Like I remember I was like either, I think I was six. I think I was six and I was talking with my mom and I was getting ready for school. Um, I come over to her when she's in the bathroom and like, I'm kind of hunched over like in like this sad little pose. And my mom goes, why don't you put your shoulder, like really caringly, really sweetly, you know, like an appropriate way. Like, Oh, why don't you try standing up straight? Like, like people would like to see you and you know, like you, like we don't want to see you hide. And I go, I don't want people to see me. Like I really mm-hmm. just like want to get through the day. So I totally get the, the, con- it is really sad. Like, yeah. how 
like so many people just like reject and like reject people that are being authentic and different. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to like say, yo, I understand our differences, but to like fully rail into them is just not yeah. okay. Just and then not. you reject yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then the depression shortly. And the depression. Like truly just onset from and there then on. The therapy. <laughs> and then the therapy. And now we're full circle. And now we're here. Are, and then you're in LA. And yeah, that you're, you somehow end up in LA. Yeah. And then you somehow end up in LA where everyone's either in therapy or talking about it, drinking water or trying to. Oh my God. <laughs> or yeah. hot or dating someone hot, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's a wild freaking wide. Uh, but yeah. But you know we made it through we made it through we're here we're making it now um so many so many buffs so many upgrades. <sighs> what an intro oh my what god intro. <laughs> do, do what we, are we go for it do we want to talk about what we want this podcast to be yeah i was actually just about to ask that can uh, we take a break for a second actually yeah of course okay back and we back and we back and we back is that gonna be how we just start over just like yeah and we back here we are (laughs) inhale exhale i have a drink now in my hand i'm all good perfect look at (laughs) us we're truly living the la lifestyle um yeah it's so funny all right so shall we talk about what we want this podcast to be yeah okay do you want to start or do you want me to kind of like throw out some ideas? You can start. Okay. So I, I thought about the question today or yesterday or whatever. And I have purposefully have been trying to not think about it because I think it's a great time for us to just kind of let it be. Um, I think what would be really cool for us is to talk about, like mental health, dating, sexuality, um, like interpersonal like relationships. Like uh, you're in therapy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Therapy sessions. Had it today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally mine's today too, but mm-hmm. mine got pushed back to tomorrow. So we can talk about what we talked about in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like kind of normalizing the things that LA has been trying to normalize, but kind of just push it a little bit like give an extra umph, you know? Yeah. Um, especially with like how we're very different in our dating like lifestyle. Um, I guess. I mean, I tried to be like you and then I couldn't it's, really, it's hard. It was it's difficult. Weird. Uh, for the record, I'm Polly, which is polyamorous, which is yeah. what she's referring to. But yeah. And we can go deeper on that too with, yeah. With my recent experiences. Endeavors, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's like kind of where I'm I'm at. I think it'll just basically what's going to come to mind is going to be a lot of like, what have I thought about recently or what does this remind me of or how did like this person yeah. interact with me or how does like dating these people like make me feel and you know, yeah. I was like, 
how do we get to this part of our life you know yeah i like that we could do like topic of the week like what what we're thinking of this Mm. week like this week is a lot about friendship i talked about in therapy oh interesting so we could be like what we talked about in therapy or therapy thoughts therapy thoughts therapy i kind of like that with the (laughs) (laughs) t-h-o-t therapy thoughts baby i just watched drag race so i'm like you're hyping it up thoughts that's so funny i love that that's a good one um therapy thoughts with abby and antonio uh <laughs> that's pretty funny. Should that be her title? I think that's a good title. <laughs> we'll have to like search around and see if there's anyone else like yeah, that. Yeah, that's think, true. I think that's Therapy a good thoughts. one. Therapy thoughts with people that are not licensed with, at all. With works and progresses. We are <laughs> works. We're in works and progresses. It's true. But happy, so happy to be working on it. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about specifically on this podcast? Um, yeah, I like, like sexuality and, um, yeah, I feel like we both have, or at least I don't know super about you, but like we have a pretty good array of experience dating Mm -hmm. different people. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can talk about that Mm -hmm. and just like the creative process too. Mm. Can you explain a little bit more on that? Maybe not. That sounds really boring, but like yeah. a lot of my life is creativity and like drawing and writing, painting, ceramics, mm. guitar. And that's all what I do in my spare time. So mm. I'm always thinking about that and like, how can I do it? And it's a cycle of spurts of crazy creativity and then spurts of like, I can't do anything ever so you're human got it yeah cool. i love that and then like picking up the guitar again after you know a couple months mm-hmm. of just having it sit there yeah <laughs> i mean staring at me it's a pretty guitar it's a yeah, very it's pretty, a pretty guitar uh i love that though that's I mean, more like me i don't know i i mean i definitely can get into that too i fun fact a bit me i used to be an avid like drawer like uh, an artist when I was a kid I drew all the time I was like inseparable from my notebook um like I and it was just like a safe space for me for example there was one night that I remember in particular where I was in my room my parents were separated and so I was in my room at my dad's place and my dad was like just yelling at me from the door and I was in my bed or like on top of my bed. And I was just like, just kind of drawing and scribbling and not really paying attention. Be like, yeah, dad, you know, whatever. Sure. And it was just like so comforting and safe. And so I definitely need to get back into that. And I've talked to my therapist about it, but I haven't had like, tr- like I haven't let that creativity flow either. So yeah. Something I was talking to my therapist about this week was whenever I'm in a relationship, mm. I kind of forget about my creativity. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear yeah. that. I think relationships are really hard because we tend to focus on the pair and not the the two individuals. Yeah. You know? And that comes with maturity and also like I'm, it's communication. A lot, yeah, and a lot of practice. And it's like hard because like with like a relationship, in my mind, what I think of a relationship is two independent people coming together to make something greater than themselves. Um, but mm. also being like able to be themselves, you know? Yeah. And it's hard because at some level, like 
you want to make sure that you're you're working with this person but you don't want to lose yourself even though it means compromise even though it means like sharing these different thoughts and actions and lifestyles especially when you start living with a person um so it's 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 hard it's really hard relationships are a lot of work and i understand how you can lose that creativity um especially being in one yeah i'm just i'm looking through this book because i was just reading it um yesterday and had a really really good quote about like oh yeah okay right here what's the book um it's called second place by rachel cusk okay um it just came out last year and she's one of my favorite authors okay she says when people marry young everything grows out of the shared root of their youth and it becomes impossible to tell which part is you and which the other person Mm. so if you attempt to sever yourselves from one another it becomes a severance all the way from the roots to the furthest ends of the branches a gory mess of a process that seems to leave you half of what you were before but when you make a marriage later it is more like the meaning of two distinctly formed things, a kind of bumping into one another, the way whole land masses bumped into one another and fused over geological time, leaving great dramatic seams of mountain ranges as the evidence of their fusing. I like that. I don't know. I like that too. Um, I think it's, there's a lot of different layers there. Uh, the, the only like, feedback that i have for it is just saying like marriage early versus later Mm -hmm. because again age is just a number in a lot of ways it can measure experience but also at the same time it doesn't measure growth um so but i do like if you change like uh younger and older to like less mature and more mature then i completely agree yeah uh because there's so many like me too the, the being able to like not sever but like being able to like set boundaries is so huge mm-hmm. you know like i i don't know about you but the amount of times i've definitely lost myself especially being like partially mm-hmm. anxiously attached to a partner Same. you know it's just like so easy to fall into wanting to make this person so happy or yeah like really depending on this person to make me feel like a, a good person or good or whatever yeah um, i don't know if you read that that attachments book i did yeah i need to read it i read it right before my last relationship and, look and it at didn't us now. it didn't help at all <laughs> <laughs> didn't help at all got it anyway no it was good i was like oh i'm definitely anxiously attached but i like the way you said anxiously attached to a partner mm-hmm. instead of just like you are blanket and anxiously attached because it's true like when I'm single, I feel a lot more grounded mm. and it's like when I'm with a partner and if it's the wrong partner, I guess, and they make me feel insecure. Yeah. I hear that. Um, I totally meant that obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, I'm so wizened beyond my so years. wise, <laughs> but you make a great point. I think like the reason why we, that is such a, such a statement is that we tend to like have these different dynamics with different people. Uh, our partners don't happen as often as our friendships. So we get to practice mm. all these friendships. But when it comes to like a serious partner, we don't have as much practice. And so we have all these issues of like not being able to communicate, not being able to be independent, not being as secure. Um, so 
I don't know how you feel about that, but that's mm-hmm. also like where part of like my polyamory comes from. Like, just like, because you want more practice. I want more practice. I think like also being able to like show that same kind of love to my friends. You know, I've talked to my therapist a lot about this and actually my last therapy session was about like why I'm poly. Mm. And I've, again, I've talked to her about this saying, uh, the main difference between a partner and a friend for me is just the commitment. I'm able to have like this romantic and intimate aspect with different people. Of course, it's just like different per different friends, uh, different dynamics, all these different things. However, with like an, with a partner, just like maybe a little bit more communication, maybe a little bit more commitment, maybe a little bit more time management, but really it's just like if we stop giving them such hard definitions, then it really gives us a little bit more of the ability to relax and practice these, these Mm -hmm. intimate relationships. Yeah, I agree. As someone who's had like several 20 plus year friendships, Mm -hmm. I really do believe that like those friendships have been like the longest obviously and like most enduring relationships of my life besides my family Mm -hmm. and I love them so much I've never had a a relationship that's like romantic in nature that ever came close to like the love that I feel it's just different why why do you think that is why do you think like you haven't had the same kind of like intimacy or love as these friends despite like the time you know I ask myself that every day (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had that. Um, I don't know. Some drama always comes up. Like I'm just so the drama. You're the drama? I'm the drama. I don't believe that, Abby. I do believe that you overthink a lot, but I don't think at the same time that you cause a lot of these issues. I mean, based off like what you've told me on this last relationship, I think you had a lot of uh, like appropriate reactions that Mm. a lot of people just like don't accept because you're also just thinking about it in an empathetic way and trying to like understand and maybe like overanalyzing in a couple of ways here and there. But I don't think that you're the drama. Yeah. The people I choose are the drama. I don't know. So therefore I am the drama. No, that's not true. That's not true. It's really interesting because Kave and I, one of my really close friends um, has been, have been talking about this a ton like him and I have, we like to say like a 95% overlap of people that we're attracted to. Um, wow. The 5% being, you know, the occasional girl. And for me, of course, guys. Um, he's, again, hetero flexible. He finds like some men attractive, but. So you have majority the same type, you're saying? Yes. We don't have a type. We're oh. Just, um, again, LA, there's just a bunch of attractive people being in the gym, a rock climbing gym all the time. There's people literally there to try to get hotter. Yeah, I've um, never seen so many hot people. Truly. When there's 30 people in a room and like 25 of them are so hot. It's distracting. It's very distracting. You uh, can't climb at all. You, <laughs> <laughs> you just walk true. around in circles on the floor like, hello? No, it's really true. It's really true. And I actually want to come back to this, but I really want to talk about yeah, like, yeah. The, the choosing of people that we're attracted to. Yes. yes. Um, because I find it so important and like the people that we are attracted to, there tends to be a trend, you know? And even if we don't have a type, I think one thing that Kave and I have come to realize is that it's not always the people that we're attracted to 
but also the people that are attracted to us. You yeah. know, because we can be attracted to a lot of different type of people. Kave and I are attracted to a wide variety of type of people, healthy people, not healthy people, um, like peppy, goth, uh, every. You're talking uh, about just physically. No, I'm talking about mentally, mentally. too. Oh, okay. Like, again, mentally or like healthy. Oh, yeah, I guess mentally healthy and mentally <laughs> unhealthy, like the whole wide variety, um, literally every single type under the sun. And the people that we tend to get paired with are the ones that are unhealthy for us. And, and it's hard for us mm. to recognize these things. Felt. Be- yeah. Yeah. And I feel I, that. And I think that that's like what you're experiencing because like, again, you're, you're putting in a lot of work and I know that you're attracted to a lot of different type of people, you know, and you're attracted into like couples and you're attracted to like the, the beauty that are these couples and you want like the healthiness and you like are striving for it and you are again very attracted to these people that are healthy um but then like the people that have been more or like the more cis gendered men that you've dated mm-hmm. have been the issue yeah you know like i mean not, i love that take <laughs> like not to fully like just or say that they were the full issue of course yeah it's i know, I know. Street, but definitely um, there's two tango. It does take two to tango. Um, these are factual statements heard here first, but <laughs> yep. But I I totally understand, and it's just like so rough because we we beat ourselves up about it, you know? Yeah, I, don't, I do, and I beat myself up about like there's a lot of people who I've re- rejected mm-hmm. for one way or another, mm-hmm. and like everyone goes through this. Like I, I feel like everyone is like, oh, there's all these people that rejected me. Then you forget about the people that like you also rejected yeah. in some form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when I think back to that and I'm like, oh, this person really liked me and I just kind of like hurt them off. or yeah. I totally was like ick mm-hmm. like right away. Mm-hmm. And then I see they're in this long term relationship like right after that. Like they were really looking for that. Yeah. And they wanted it with me mm-hmm. or at least they did at one point. And I was just so thrown like. I'm like, why was I not attracted? Was I not attracted to that? Is it just something within me or is it actually they also weren't the right person? True. I hear that. The, like one thing my friend Adrian uh, said to another one of our friends, he was trying to make hit our two friends get together, like be in a relationship or whatever that dynamic was going to be. Um, and they met and they were attracted and they're both gorgeous. They're both gorgeous people and they're both amazing people too. Smart kind funny strong um are they still single no they're still they're together oh um but like he was talking to the girl zoe and zoe goes in the beginning like you know i find him really cool and attractive all these things but he's not my type and adrian mm-hmm. goes well of course not because if he was your type or if your type was successful you would be in a relationship right now so why not break Whoa. it, you know? And so she took a chance and they're now hard. in such a great relationship. That's nice. Right? It's kind of wild. Like, like, oh, they're not my type. Well, obviously, like, your type isn't working, you know? Yeah. At least, like, not right now. So being open to more is, like, it, it's, it definitely helps us relieve a lot of that stress. I tried to do that once. Mm-hmm. 
when I first moved to LA, mm -hmm. I was like dating a few people. I've always liked dating multiple people at once, actually. We love that. Um, I get it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing to the choir. Um, I just, I've always felt like really empowered by dating a lot of people at once. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, it allows me to be just as avoidant as I want. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And like aloof. Not be as vulnerable. Yeah. Have that protection, that guard. Yeah. But then I tried that when I first moved to LA. I dated this guy who was like not conventionally my type at all. Okay. He was just like, I thought he was cute, obviously, mm -hmm. but like not conventionally attractive mm -hmm. and um, not a jock, mm -hmm. not, I don't know, just like pretty skinny, mm -hmm. which I'm not as into typically. No, you typically like built people. Yeah. And um, we love thickness. We love it. But he and he was like a comedy bro kind of thing. Like interesting into really into improv. Okay. And I would like go to his improv shows uh. and just like cringe. <laughs> yeah. But I'd be like, that's my baby. That's my babe. <laughs> that's my man. Okay. So then what happened? So it like worked out for a minute. And then mm. he was like, oh, oop, I'm actually in love with my best friend, too. And, like, I want to try to be with her. Mm -hmm. So he just, like, broke up with me. That's really sad. And then he got got with her the ne very next day. That's fucked up. Well, they're still together. Okay. So that's why I'm, like, not completely bitter. Yeah. Because I'm okay. like, okay, it was for a reason. Like, you guys were meant to be together. Okay. okay. But I wish that I had not been in the middle of it. Yeah. In the middle of your love story. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's actually really interesting you say that. Uh, I went through like this. I'm reading this book called Ethical Slut and it was posted. Oh my God. It's great. It's Highly amazing. recommend. It's about like non-monogamy, but also just relationships in general. You can be completely monogamous and take out so many points. But I was reading the romance section and how sometimes a terrible portion of your life can actually be the romantic buildup to another portion of your life. So romantic buildup. Yeah. You hmm. know, romance is different for different people. Um, mm -hmm. so for example, like say, oh, I like had a shitty day, all these different things. My, I just got fired. Um, uh, I'm running late to like the DMV, uh, or, and I have jury duty the next day and all Ugh. these different things. And all of a sudden when you're like sprinting, you hit this person and you have a meet cute, you know, yeah. or, or one of your friends is like, yo, let me help you out. And then through all this shitty stuff over long term all these little romantic like moments come up. So although it's like sh sucks that you were quote unquote in the middle, like you are now a part of their story. And I think that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I like that. I like that. It's a different take. Yeah. It's a different <laughs> it's take. A different it's take. like a, Oh, okay. I don't think they will mention me at their wedding, but I don't think, yeah, you know, I was the one that actually got them together in a weird way. Then. Yeah. I think you're going to be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, point blank, do I have anything to worry about with like you and your best friend who you spend mm -hmm. a lot of time with? Like, is there any feelings? Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, not at all. I mean, I get that. I totally get that. That happened with my ex. Literally kind of similar yeah. thing. Like my most recent ex, that was very similar because within a month they started hooking up and dating. Yeah. And he was like, I honestly never or I wouldn't have gotten around to thinking about it that way if you hadn't like told me which was annoying because it was like if i hadn't said anything no. he, but that's the way he was phrasing it yeah but uh, it's also like whatever yeah i do hear that just I go be i think 
like that is that is something that I the con- the constant what ifs is something that is can, you can dig into a hole, you know. Yeah. Um, for example, uh, my last relationship was again monogamous, and I didn't get like the love and attention that I needed, and I needed to be, and all these different things, and it just didn't work out. It didn't work out for a lot of different reasons. And I was talking to my mom. Uh, she's a freaking homie and talking about like how I'm poly. And she goes, do you think being open or poly with your last girlfriend or your ex, uh, would have made things better? And at first I'm like, yes, because I would have gone all these different things and would have been able to like, um, experience all the needs that I'm getting. But then I thought about it more. I'm like, no, because I wouldn't have had that security in this relationship no matter what. So at yeah. the end of the day, like you can think about all these different what ifs, but one, if it wasn't this, it probably would be another. But on top of that, this is giving you like the room to grow and, you know, like say I tried something new. It worked for a bit. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, it's, it's just a beautiful opportunity and we can't focus on all these different what ifs because there would probably be something like if it wasn't this, it would be something else. Yeah. You know? I like that. I don't want to focus on the negative. Yeah. I think and that's one it. reason why I'm like trying to date women and couples. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, this, I'm just going to try something new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something I haven't done before. It's always fun to explore new opportunities. Um, really is. Do you think that like, are you poly? indefinitely like you couldn't see yourself in a monogamous relationship in the future i guess it's a two-part question like Mm -hmm. do you think that your last relationship led you to be poly my last so i was like in an open relationship before my last relationship oh okay um and it didn't work out but mainly because i didn't have the tools to communicate and express and understand all these different things um, I was just too young and didn't have like anything to be able for it to work uh, along with a couple other things, just like different dynamics between me and my ex. But my last ex didn't make me poly because like when I make friends, the thing that I'm attracted to in people is mainly an energy. Like, yeah, there's a lot of attractive people. I'm attracted to like, their face. And I think that they're cute. But really what it is, is like I'm attracted to a type, not a type but like an energy of person of a person. And I can really pick up a sense. Like I, I can see someone and, or have a conversation with them. I'd be like, now you're a part of my life. Like we, I, you don't know this, but I'm making a decision now and you're a part of my life. And so when I'm in a monogamous relationship, I may not have these intentions to like start sharing like intimacy with these people or make a partnership out of it. But sometimes people can be led on and thinking that I want this because I'm just so genuine, genuine and the same with a lot of people. And I can be very direct, but it can also be like really hard for a lot of people. So I tend to cut myself off when I'm in a monogamous relationship because I worry about my partner getting jealous, them saying, why are you talking to all these different people? Why are you talking, especially being bi means that everyone I talk to could be a potential like partner, you know? Mm -hmm. So all these different things, it's really hard for me to be monogamous unless it's explicitly understood like, hey, these things are part of who I am and it's nothing against you and you shouldn't be worried. So part of the reason why I'm poly is because 
and will probably continue to at least be in an open relationship is because I need that freedom to be able to go up in someone and like have sparks fly by accident and me be attracted to them. And again, like I can share this intimacy with my friends. I can have sex with my friends. I can make out with my friends and it not be weird and like, let it be what it is. I, I go into every dynamic now saying, I'm going to make, I'm going to try to be their friend or try to make a friend and let it be what it is. Um, and not try to like put too much definition on it. So I need that ability for it to like turn into more intimacy because that's just something that I love and I crave all the time. And like, I don't like, I might be able to be monogamous in the future and I'm not going to say no. Uh, but it's, it's, it's one that I'm going to have to work on if I'm going to be monogamous. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Keep going down this path. I like it. <laughs> I like it for you. Thanks. I You're young, it. you know? I, yeah, dude. You've got a lot of people to meet. There's a lot of people Which to is, meet. It's very overwhelming. Like, I don't know if you're on, well, you're on like one app, the, the field app, right? No, I'm on Hinge right now. You're on Hinge right now? I actually disconnected my field. I don't, yeah, I've definitely done that a couple yeah. of times where I'm like, I just need a moment. Like right now I'm not on Hinge. Like, like it's on and it's there. I just don't do anything with it. Um, but I, I get it. Apps are freaking wild. I love apps. I think that they're just like um pro like resumes for dating um that's kind of all it is i don't know i get turned off because i'm like and this is with everyone Mm. i feel like we're all so complex and it just like dumbs it down to like five photos and like two prompts true i'm like i want to put so many more photos in but then they don't let me and then like i want to i would just want to say a lot of things but i feel like i'm not clever enough for that one zinger to my profile yeah and then people just discount you yeah and you can almost feel like an oversharer if you do put all that information out there which was something i liked about field yeah because i I felt like for once i could put a lot of things on my profile description Mm -hmm. and people would like that and be like thank you for sharing i like the detail and the specific the communication yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I think that's one like field. First of all, if you don't know what field is, uh, field isn't a dating app for anyone and everyone under the sun, like monogamous, non-monogamous, uh, demisexual, heterosexual, um, with your partner, whatever. And it's spelled with two E's and seven IE. Um, but, and I love that you can put so many characters in there and like, I think that open like field kind of hits it by accident is that this communication, like this whole, like not dump, but almost a dump is like, so should be more welcomed and field kind of lets that openness be there. And you can say, I'm into these things. I'm looking for this. I, uh, here are some photos of me. Like, yeah, you can't, Mm -hmm. you could like tag yourself on in Instagram if you want to. Um, but I do, you make a really great point that it's just like kind of limiting on other apps. Yeah. I feel like the app I'm on that is the exact opposite from heel from field is Raya. Raya is the fucking exact opposite. <laughs> it's like no one talks to anyone. No one matches with anyone. No one has anything in their description at all. Mm. Honestly, it's horrible. 
people mm. have no description it's just <laughs> it's like people are all all models but they have no nothing about them to say mm. it's just like model at wilhelmina oh really from LA. like literally models that's it yeah literally models and i'm just like oh. i feel like a troll <laughs> but anyway um i'm like why i'm on here i saw i saw one guy from like the bachelor on it yesterday which was fun that's kind of fun but um yeah it's the exact opposite from field and it's very difficult to tell what anyone's sexuality is mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no like label on anyone so that's yeah that is fucking wild. Or what they're I've looking for never been on Raya. now i'm like intrigued just to go on it i can show you i if i'm allowed yeah of course you can show me i've heard that you got you're not allowed sometimes but honestly if i get banned from Raya, i don't care yeah i think it's fine i'm yeah i i totally they have weird rules you know actually one thing that i've been meaning to do not as like a meme or anything is to make an account of the other gender. Like for, for me, like female presenting, like to make, like to make an account on a dating profile on a dating app mm-hmm. as a woman and like, see what men, like what like fake photos. Are you trying to catch it? Like not, not exactly. Like just, just like have it be like, have it see what women are getting from men uh-huh. You know, like what pickup lines, like what are they experiencing? Like in, in our head, we're like, yo, this is a fucking banger, this dude. This is a fire line, This bro. is fire. Like, yo, she's she, going to drop her panties exactly. right now. Exactly. It's just like, all oh these different God. things. And it's uh, like looking at it and receiving it, be like, oh, I definitely do that. That sucks. I'm not going to do that anymore. You I know? don't think you, I can't see you doing that. What, like saying random like line. stuff? Like line, I don't know. Lying? Line, like a line. I can't see you being like, hey girl. Uh, <laughs> hey girl? On like hinge, be like, hey baby girl. No. I, uh, you, looking, you looking for a snack? <laughs> I don't know what people <laughs> say. <laughs> girl, you ain't a snack. You a freaking three course meal looking. You got yeah. <laughs> an appetizer main course in that dessert in the back, baby. Uh, <laughs> exactly Cringing. right exactly they're all bad for me they're just fun to like say and not yeah. to actually type out but Maybe. but someone has definitely said these things to yeah. another person and has genuinely meant it you know? yeah so that would be like a fun uh experiment i don't yeah. know if, like you would ever try it i think also being by like a woman to a woman is definitely helpful because like women are just so much more complex I find yeah. to like interact with. They're amazing. They are. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, you are <laughs> feel like worse about being rejected by a woman sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, but you really thought about it. <laughs> yeah. I think, that, well, there's also just like this defensive defensiveness and you never know like if a woman's into it or not, because not never, but like a lot of time you don't know because women are taught to be a little bit more shy and timid and like not show all this kind of, uh, intimacy or um, what's it called like sexuality and so when you start making moves on a woman and I've heard this from every single one of my female friends that have started dating women it's like women are scary because I never know and mm. I don't know if they're receptive towards it they're like, so scary they're so scary I don't like, know how to you all are so yeah. beautiful how dare you be attractive and scary at the same time yeah uh, so Ugh. I like for me, 
I just also don't date men, so which is why I think it'd be fun to like see what it's like on the other side. But yeah, welcome, why not? Welcome to welcome to the team. Welcome to yeah. the team. But God, dating apps, man, uh, they are wild. They are wild. Wild. I've been very avoidant on it on the apps recently. I don't blame you. There's this one girl who I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just have been like talking to and I. I feel like I'm ghosting her. How so? I mean, that's also, I feel bad. You can just say, hey, I'm not into it. Like The shitty part is just like at the end of the day, sometimes it's going to happen. You can't be a perfect human. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it kind of just happens sometimes. Like, don't, don't let it be a, an ongoing thing. But if you think about it, if you're thinking about it, you should definitely say something. Yeah. Like there's definitely one person that pops in my head that I should definitely respond to. Um, yeah. So I, I'll make a pack with you right now. I'll respond to him if you respond to her. But what if I'm not sure I'm inter- interested or not? Then you can just say, hey, I don't know what my feelings are. Or you can just say, I want to go slow. Or I'm just, or you can just say, I want to make a friend. Like for me, I'm realizing that I'm a demisexual because I really need a lot of uh, friendship and like get to know someone before I can have sex with mm. them now. Like this has definitely changed as I'm getting older. But yeah. I feel that. You can... Like that, that be a part of your life. Yeah. I'm like, how did I do that when I was in college? Drugs and alcohol, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also just like hormones. <laughs> hormones for hormones. sure. Uh, yeah. Do you have like a go-to pickup line on dating apps, by the way? Um, or go-to line? No, it's mostly just like. Or formula. I will say something based on their profile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I which I that. think is the best mm-hmm. personally. Um, do you follow up with like a question? Do you have like an opener or mm. like, for example, I have like a formula. I've got it down. Oh, it's like, uh, it's a compliment comment on their profile question. Oh, like, the question is good. Yeah. Like, Hey, you're really beautiful. I love that you get outside a ton how often do you go outside or where was your last big camping trip? For example, hmm. all like that people go freaking wild just to be approached yeah. as like a human being again. Like it's people the equivalent go buck wild for that. Yeah. It's just the equivalent <laughs> of being like, hi, my name is blank. What's yours. Yeah. It's so much better than just like a, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Oh, dude. Hey. So much better. Uh, honestly, miles I, better. Like the, the hard part about hinge or like any dating profile or dating app, whenever a girl like, uh, like swipes right on me and it shows me and I have like the option, to, the option to respond. It's just like, you didn't put any thought into this. You just liked my post. Like, can mm. I, can I get a little bit more? Can I feel like you wanted this? Oh, so like on hinge, if someone likes you, you can comment on that specific thing. So you you prefer it if they do a little little thing instead of just like liking the photo. Yeah. But what if they're saying like I like this specific photo? Then you can say. Like, then they say that. Yeah. I like this photo. Where Sometimes is it? Sometimes I feel creepy though because I'm like they. I really the- like this photo because you look fucking amazing. You can say that. You can say that. You can for sure say that. People love to get complimented. Reg- Normalize complimenting men. They yeah, don't get in enough. We don't get in enough. We do not get enough compliments like from you women. We probably never get it. We don't. It's so sad. It's really sad. I only now recognize that I'm an attractive human being like the past year because people haven't said that. My ex never really? called me attractive. What? Obviously, she thought you, was, you were attractive though, right? 
apparently so. Her past ex didn't show up because he was not that attractive. But yeah. But still, like, it's really good to have that validation. You need it. Yeah. I mean, it's like not to like boast anyone or not make someone cocky, but just like, yo, I find you attractive. I'll go up to random people all day and be like, hi, I find you really attractive. I hope you have a good rest of your life. Bye forever. (laughs) I do that all the time. I do that to like my guy friends all the time, too. I'll be like, yo, you're freaking hot. Like, look at that ass. You're you're making it pop, dude. Yeah. Drop it. drop it now drop it low dude like (laughs) bro (laughs) homie what's up homie drop it drop that looking like drop that ass (laughs) but but let's go get a beer let's go get a beer (laughs) let's go get kombucha normalize (laughs) that normalize catcalling your friends true dude honestly (laughs) but in a nice way yeah in a respective way like hi i find you really attractive can you like stop because you're my friend and I need you to be my friend. <laughs> no, I'm that was very flirty though. Yeah. That just confused people. I mean, that's literally me in my life. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'm just like, hi, I find you attractive. Let's be friends. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, I just, hi. <laughs> but I guess it goes without saying too, like a lot of people don't think it, think about it, but the people we surround ourselves with, mm-hmm we find attractive in some way. Oh, for sure. Just implicitly because we as human beings like to be around things we like and things that we our eyes are pleased by. Mm-hmm. Like babies, they we like to look at things. Like babies look at attractive people more than unattractive people. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's wild. So if babies looking at you for a long time. Dude, I make faces at babies no. all the time. <laughs> I like, well, like, I if you're not... Them. A square up? I'm totally joking. <laughs> like, baby, let's go. Like, yo. Let's go outside. No, I definitely just stare back at them. And sometimes I smile and sometimes I just stare. I'm like, you'll. Yeah. You know, it just depends. But that's like, so interesting. If you catch a baby staring, you know you, a red herring. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Spin bars. But that's good now. I'll keep that in mind. Um, that's so funny. And I, and that's a good point. I definitely have been really conscious of it lately. Uh, and just being like, wow, all my friends are attractive, but also like being like, not okay, but like, like recognizing that I'm also attracted to different people based off of, again, energy. And so going up to people that aren't as conventionally attractive and being like very comfortable and saying, hi, I really like your energy and like, or, or saying like, I really enjoy that you're doing this or still Hmm. saying that you're really attractive in these different ways, even if I'm not attracted to them. Um, yeah, like I do that to guys a lot too. be like, I really like your hair or you're a good looking human. I don't want to do anything with you, but these are the things <laughs> I find attractive. You know, I don't want to touch you, but like or at all. But I got, you know, just I mean, like maybe just, yeah, just different. <laughs> just different. Just I know, different. I'm just kidding. But it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to dating. There's a lot to like dynamics, personal, interpersonal things. People are wild. Body dude. language. People are wild. I'm bad. I'm good at reading body language, but I'm bad at giving it. Mm. If that makes any sense. I think a lot of women are. Yeah. I get that I'm hard to read a lot. I, yeah. 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 Not you specifically. I can see it with you. Yeah. Um, I find you to be pretty easy to read. Okay, uh, good. Like, not like super easy, but definitely like you show your emotions and your thoughts. Um, well, at least as long as I've known you and like have been around you at least as a close friend, but like 
dude, just, just say the things that you're feeling. It's okay. I will like let you know and you can be open and vulnerable, you know? Yeah. That's funny. You're just like, I can see it, but I'm not going to show it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I mean to show it in my head. I think I am. It's like the opposite of show and don't tell. Yeah. I love, should we call it for tonight? Yeah, we should probably call it. Okay. This was very fun. Uh, Many topics were discussed. Well, in in the works, in the name works, it'll be therapy thoughts. Yes. Um, We'll come up with alternatives, but lovely, lovely first episode, Abby. Yeah. It's been a good Monday night. Of course. Love you. Love you all. You're all amazing. You're all beautiful. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.